Hey, this is Gina with Gina Has No Clue, and I'm here to talk to with my friend Giselle about racism in our everyday lives and how it impacts our everyday lives. Hey, Giselle. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. So would you like to tell the listeners about who you are? I mean, I only do podcasts with you. <laughs> But in case they forgot. Sure. I mean, how could you? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, my right. name is Giselle. Um, I'm usually a guest here on Gina's podcast. And uh, Gina's been great and been a guest on my podcast a few times, too. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, musician in Los Angeles, California. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about racism and how it impacts our everyday lives because um I recently had a really bad moment at an, a hair salon of all places and um I didn't really know how to react because that was the first time like anyone has ever like talked to me like crap about my hair because mm, of mm-hmm. my race you know and it was just kind of weird for me I was just kind of like what the hell (laughs) you know yeah if you've never if you've never dealt with that before I mean the first time I was always like whoa what you know um unfortunately I'm I'm uh I guess maybe just numb to that at this point in my life because I've had it happen so often but um I I know that feeling the first time it happens it's like it's a mix of like confusion and embarrassment even though like you're doing nothing wrong but like it's just it's just like this it's this overwhelming feeling and it's just absolutely horrible and nobody should have to feel that way just trying to get their freaking hair done (laughs) like Like, for real like i wanted to just explain to the listeners what happened to me yeah so last wednesday or this past wednesday i can't even remember i was so mad um i went to go get my hair trimmed and to get it layered because my hair is really thick Mm -hmm. and it's long and it's just hard for me to manage with one like workable arm or functioning arm so because i have cp so i was i told my mom and i told my grandma i was like you know what i need to get my freaking haircut and i need to get my eyebrows done and i need to feel good about myself again (laughs) i need to go out and so then i scheduled this appointment a week beforehand and um the the lady that scheduled me she was real nice and everyone at the store was really nice to me so I was like okay cool I was like there and I was like are you sure like you guys can like layer it and everything it's gonna be okay because like and like I usually go like I used to go to this lady and like in the neighborhood I lived in with my mom mm-hmm. and she was a Mexican lady so she knew how to do my hair mm-hmm. So, and she was always talking about how pretty my hair was and how long it was and how, like, even though I was coloring it, like, it wasn't, like, too damaged or anything and, like, all this other stuff. And so I'm like, okay, well, I figured everyone would think that, you know? Yeah. So, um, the day of my appointment, I went and, um, when I got there, I got my eyebrows done first by this Hispanic woman. And she was just like, oh, my God, you have such really great eyebrows, blah, blah, blah. That, And this was the first, this was, like, the first uh, thing that happened. And, like, from what, like, one of my friends told me, maybe it's because I'm used to being in a surrounding where, like, everyone in my, everyone that was doing my hair or my eyebrows was 
just like me. They were Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So maybe that that might have been it, but I don't know. <laughs> but um, she was doing my eyebrows, and um, she was like, "Your eyebrows are really thick," and she was like, "That's really good." She goes, "Cause it's in now. It's like in to be like us." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "In to be like us? What you mean?" <laughs> You know? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, is it everyone different? You know? Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, no, like, she's like, all the, all the white girls and all, like, all the, like, you know, all the little skinny white girls want to be like us and they think that we steal their men and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, I'm just trying to get my eyebrows done. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and then she tries to talk to me in Spanish. And anyone that knows me, I don't speak Spanish. Like, I understand it, but I make it a point not to speak it because, you know, I, it's not my first language. It's my right. second. Right. So, and like, usually, like, I'll speak it with my grandparents if I have to or whenever my mom, like, basically, I live in a household when they only when they talk Spanish. It's usually because they're talking shit. So, <laughs> so that's it. And so I was just like, yeah, I would respond back to her in English, and she was just kind of like, oh, okay, I see how it is. And I was like, okay. So then I got my eyebrows done, and then a few minutes. Then she was like, oh, you can just pay and then go to the back, and then they'll get you for your hair. Like you're early. And I was like, okay, cool. And she was like, she should be able to take you early. And I was like, cool. So when I was like sitting there, I didn't say anything. I just sat there because it said to sit and wait for your for your stylist. Mm-hmm. So I was just sitting there. And this lady yells from across the across the little salon area. And she's like, I'll get to you when I get to you. Mm. I was like, okay. And... It was 30 minutes past my appointment time. Oh, hold on. My mic fell out. It's okay. (laughs) It was 30 minutes past my appointment time. And this lady was just like, she she came up to me finally. And she was like, oh, well, you were just thrown into my schedule because the 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 other girl was supposed to come. But then she's training. I don't know why they want her to train, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't. It's not like she knows how to do hair. Hmm. And I'm like. Lady, you having a bad day or what? <laughs> right. Know? And so I was just like, okay, whatever. So I just tried to ignore her. So then she goes, so and like it said in the description when I when I booked it because I was standing there looking at the catalog to see what I wanted done, and I said I wanted the shampoo and the conditioner, like the shampoo, the condition, and then they they'd cut my hair. So, and then they'd blow dry it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Simple enough, you know? Mm-hmm. So then she, so then she looks at my hair and then she's, she's like, like touching it. Like if she's disgusted by it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell is this bitch talking about? <laughs> you know what she's doing? And so then she's like, I should wash it. Right. And I'm like, um, it says that in the description. <laughs> you know and like I said it in the nicest way I could I didn't say it like that but like yeah yeah I said it real nice so then she took me to the back and she did my hair like she washed my hair and then she was talking about who bleached my hair and then I had said oh I did and like I told you last week how I learned how to bleach and dye my hair myself yes yes like completely by myself 
Mm-hmm. And she had told me, and mind you, I had, I've, I dyed my hair about a month ago. And so I have growth, like it grew out a little bit more. And um, so she was just like, well, you missed a lot of areas. I was like, I've had my hair done for like a month. I just keep re like, you know, re like boosting the color because I don't want to do my roots right now. Because I don't think it's a it's like a big deal to do the roots, especially if it's not grown out that much yet. Right. So then she's like, "You people are always trying to save are always trying to save a dollar." Oh, I was like, "Excuse me," and she's like, "You people." What the hell? And I was like, "Hispanic people, cheap people, poor people, what?" And she's just like you people. So then she she takes she picks up my hair out of the sink and she mm-hmm. like you know dries it. And I'm just like and I'm trying to be nice, Giselle. I'm legit trying to be nice. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to bitch her out or nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So then she has me and another client at the same time. So she keeps going back and forth between me and the other client and she keeps on wanting me to do more and more with my hair. And I'm like, no, I came for what I came for and that's it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she was talking, to, then she was touching my hair saying she didn't know what to do with my hair, that my hair is, that my hair is super thin. I was like, okay, first of all, I know you're lying because everyone tells me my hair is thick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just got my hair braided like two weeks ago and my friend was like struggling because my hair is so thick. And she was just like, well, I don't know who told you that your hair is thick, but your hair is thinning. And it's real, it's like paper thin. And I'm Mm. like, your hair can't be paper thin, what the? Right. (laughs) And so then the Hispanic lady that was standing, like, in the chair next to me, she was the other stylist. She tells, she tells me, she's like, are you Native American? And she was like, asking me what tribe I was and whatever. And I was telling her. And then she was talking to me in Spanish and telling me, like, next time book me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I was like, that's not going to help me right now, girlfriend. But Right. <laughs> you know. And then she was, like, basically fighting with the beautician that had me. Like, arguing with her and telling her, like, if you don't want to do her, her hair, then you shouldn't have taken her like taking her. And then she was like, oh, well, like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that she doesn't know like she doesn't know anything about hair so she shouldn't be doing her own hair and she's like white girls do their own hair too right <laughs> and then she was like and she was like her hair is not that damaged she's like her hair is a little dry recommend a deep conditioner and that's it yeah that's all you do and then she was like, oh, well, she has to do this this and this and this and this and this and I was like, bitch, I've never heard that <laughs> And I was like, I have a friend that's, that that does hair. I was like, I will talk to him <laughs> before I listen to you. Right. I was like, do not talk to me about my hair and whatever. I was like, I just asked you to cut it. That's it. Right. And so throughout the whole time, she's complaining about my hair and how I copied her. I never met this woman in my life. <laughs> She um she had red hair, but her hair was faded out where mm-hmm. I guess it used to be red. Now it's orange. Mine was fading out pink. And 
so and she's the, insisting you copied her. Yeah. And so then I was like, yes, because I knew I was going to get your rude ass. <laughs> and, and so, like, I was, like, pissed off and whatever. And then the lady that did my eyebrows, she's like, oh, my God, you're looking so pretty. You're so cute. And, like, all this other stuff and, like, hyping me up. And she's like, don't tell her that. She doesn't look good. <gasps> what the hell? Bitch did not get a tip. <laughs> Bitch did not get yeah, a tip. Yeah, no. So, like, I was just so livid. And I was just, and, like, I, I got, like, I was trying so hard not to say nothing, not to be rude, not to, you know, not to, not to do anything that would, like, make them call the police on me. <laughs> right, so, right. So, it was just, like, okay, thank you. I was, like, so do I pay here or do I pay up there? And she was, like, um, you could pay up there, but make sure you tip me. What? Bitch, no. And uh, just for the listeners, um, I'm sorry for cussing so much, but I was really mad at this situation. Also, this woman was white. Just saying. So, like, that's why I'm, I wanted to talk more about racism today. Because this, this wasn't the first time I've ever experienced racism because I'm Hispanic. But this was the first time I went to go get my hair done. And someone told me that they couldn't do my hair because I used cheap products or they thought I used cheap products. I take care of my hair, okay? <laughs> but yeah. So what did, I wanted to talk to you, Giselle, about what your point of view is is about racism hair and just people having it out for you because of your skin color yeah i mean first before i like share a story of mine um i just want to touch on how you said you had a friend who was saying that like you know maybe there was another reason for it the thing is like people don't understand unless it happens to to them or unless it's happened to them you know Mm -hmm. um and it is very real to experience. It sounded like a mix of like racism, but just also they just sound like a bitch. I mean, right? racists are bitches. Like racists are just asshats. But like, yeah, it was like a mix of issues that it sounds like you were dealing with, you know. Um, and you know, someone telling you what, the moment someone says "you people," you know they're being racist. Like yeah. that, hands down. Um, and the fact too that she just was insulting you, saying you didn't look good, like. You know, if if you were messing up your hair, right, then there's a nice way to say, you know, honey, like, you know, maybe take a break from dyeing your hair. You know, it's starting to damage it. Something like that. But insulting someone, saying they don't know anything, saying they don't look good, um, saying you can't do someone's hair, um, and then not having, you know, not really having a valid reason. Obviously, just the fact that you don't want to help the person, you know, just Mm -hmm. don't touch the fucking person's hair. You know, um, I think and you're like, right to not tip. I would leave a horrible Yelp review if you have her name. Yeah. Uh, fuck that bitch. And then I called corporate. Oh, good. Um, she worked at a salon that's attached to a beauty store. That um, I will probably not go back to that beauty store, even though it's like ten minutes from my house. I'll probably go to the one like thirty minutes away. <laughs> no, because I was just like bitch and see that's horrible because experiences like that too so from the business side of things one you shouldn't have someone in your uh workplace that's racist at all right yeah you shouldn't racist homophobic whatever nothing negative like that Mm -hmm. and because it, it 
for you as a customer, you never want to go back, right? Mm-hmm. And on their end, they're losing people because they have some bitch who they're just allowing to still work there for some reason. And it seems like a normal thing because if the mm-hmm. other lady was interrupting, I, I believe you said she was Hispanic. She's interrupting, mm-hmm. speaking to you in Spanish, like, next time come to me. Like, they know this lady's a fucking asshat. So why is she still working there? Like, yeah. you know, that's just crazy to me. That's so and, messed up. And then, like, she also even said, she goes, you're supposed to have a, a Hispanic a Hispanic beautician. I was yeah. like, okay. I probably would have been more comfortable with one. Right. Right. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't say that to someone. She could have, if she wanted to say, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you go into, the, there's a racism within the cosmetology world. There really is. Uh-huh. So when you go into it to learn hair and makeup, you're not, you're forced to, you're not forced to learn every texture of hair. You're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this too, because I've had friends who've done it. I, and I've wanted, I myself wanted to just for fun to go to cosmetology school. My parents were like, no, go do music. And I was like, God damn. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> Cause I, you know, when you think about it, maybe cosmetology would have made more money, but whatever, you know, um, right now, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but um, no, but you know, I, so I had, I looked into it and I know this too, as being African-American, um, I know that to get, you know, there's like a whole different course that's outside of just your basic cosmetology hair and makeup school that you have to take in order to say that you are licensed to do types of braids and t- like certain types of braids, certain types of locks, certain types of weaves, sew-ins, stuff like that. And it's, yeah. um, you know, so these schools are very whitewashed, to be honest with you. They don't, they don't focus in on teaching people how to do other textures of hair, which right there inherently by itself is just racist uh-huh. and the thing is you know if this lady didn't want to broaden her right her horizons and take extra courses and become licensed in other hair fine okay but that's when you you know you say i'm sorry i'm not you know you don't say something racist you just say um i'm not certified you know t- to help you or i'm not fit to help you however we have these great options and show you your other options of people to work, yeah. to, to have work with your hair that's fine because you know you're you're being professional you're being honest and you, you you're saying you don't have the professional needs and knowledge to work with someone and that's okay like is it unfair yeah because i think we it's 2021 any hair texture should be able to go out to a place that offers hair nails and eyebrows all in the same venue and be able to go but the reality is that that's not the world we live in there are separate places for people like me usually with black people who know what the fuck they're doing because of situations like this but you know it's unfair that, as per usual, white people get to have experiences where they can go somewhere and have, like, a whole spa day, get their nails done, eyebrows done, hair done, all in the same place because, you know, they're, they're trained to work mm-hmm. with those people's hair. And it's it's really not fair, you know? It is unfair. And uh, that being said, yeah, I, I do think what you went through was racist. And also, like I said, I think she just had some other issues, too, to be honest. And um, I'm really, really sorry that you went through that. Thank you. Like, I was and like the whole time, like the whole time. And I'm not even kidding. The whole time I was thinking about you and how we can make a show. Up. <laughs> I was like, And I kept I was making notes when she would walk away. I would make notes. <laughs> mental notes like yeah yeah because i mean the thing is that makes it so undesirable you know like um and i don't mean this in an offensive way to you at all please Uh don't take this the wrong way you have more of an advantage in the sense that most people will know how to work with your hair even though it's thick you Uh know um 
it still goes it goes straight down is what i'm trying to say like there's a way to it but when you're like me you know my hair's cut as you know but afro grows out Mm. big nobody knows how to fucking touch it um so those experiences like the fact that you ever got to you even got to like step foot into a place like that like i'm glad for you because i there's no point in me going into those places (laughs) and and i learned that i learned that at a very young age um and i'll share that story in a minute but like yeah i just i just can't get over i mean I've, I've had my fair share of really fucked up stuff, but it was just, it's just like the fact that it was just a mix of like so many things, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. like someone can be nasty to you cause they're racist, but it's clear that they're just racist. Like it's, it was like, she was going through everything. Like I, it's not like she was about to blame you for her breakup or something. Yeah. Like, like you're copying me. You're ugly. Fuck you. Like yeah. what? Oh like, my bitch. Like, are you freaking kidding me right now? And then, okay. And then this, this was another thing that she was complaining about apparently she was like at work and i don't know how the hell they considered this professional or why she was still working there because she was having she was telling people like she even told me and she was talking to it with another beautician that was on the like she like and this is how i know that they're that she was kind of racist too that i should have known yeah they have the his like they had they had this white like this white girl next to me and she was talking to her like like while she's doing my hair and she's talking to her about oh yeah i wanted to i want the extensions and blah 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 and like telling her what she wanted to do with her hair and blah 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 but she's like next time because you know you're busy and then like they were talking about how her husband got robbed the mm. the beautician that was doing my hair and how yeah. she how she was she had a tip jar for if people if people wanted to give her the money that she lost because of her husband. I'm like, bitch. What the fuck? Yeah, it sounds like she brought she isn't she wasn't only racist, but it sounds like she just brought all her problems with her to work too. Yeah. And oh, so it's like it was like she took out her like racism, like I mean that's how she's going to be, you know? She's going to be racist towards someone who's clearly not white, you know? Yeah. But then she on top of it, like she took out her personal life on you. Mm-hmm. And I would even argue like Honestly, that's kind of ableism too. How she was just telling you like you don't know what you're doing and like you're not yeah. capable of doing your hair. Like that's really fucking rude. Yeah, and like, and she was like telling me that um, she was like, I don't know why they sell these kits here. They shouldn't have them because that's exactly where I bought my my bleach kit. Yeah, well, don't and sell like, it if you don't want people doing their own hair. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, lady. Jeez, yeah, and that it, sounds like a horrible situation. And I told, I told my grandma when I came home, I was like, it's not like if I bleach my whole fucking head every time. I was like, <laughs> I bleach, I bleach the new hair, and that's it. Right. I was like, it's not like I'm over, like overly bleaching everything. Like, I'm not gonna lie, when I was trying to get the purple out, I did an, I, I did a quick bleach bath, but that was like 15 minutes. The rest mm-hmm. of my hair took a while, but yeah, we won't go into that. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that situation sounds really fucked up. And um, I guess I could leeway into my story of when I first learned that places like that are not for me. Um, which again, like I said, it's sad. You think in the year of twenty twenty one there would be inclusion, um, but you yeah. know, fortunately not. But when I was in, I believe second grade, maybe third grade, probably second. I can't quite remember right now, but. 
whatever doesn't matter um i was invited to and not because the girl liked me she was a little bitch hi samantha if you're listening anyways (laughs) (laughs) anyways um she was very very rude but her parents were the type of parents that believed because i was in a the class wasn't too big you know in those grades your class isn't usually too huge um and so oh they believed like in inviting the whole class or whatever yeah inviting the whole class and which yeah that's polite so you know you're making sure that your kid yeah maybe my kid's bullying you but hey they invited they invited you (laughs) yeah um but yeah so they invited us to it was it was a girl's only birthday party so she want like the mother wanted to like pamper her and like the friends who were all girls which is kind of like that was kind of fucked up because i feel like boys should be allowed to go to spas too that's teaching yeah. again that's like adding to the whole toxic masculinity thing but you know whatever so it was like a girls party um and they didn't know how to do my hair so I, I i didn't even get my nails done yet at this point like i guess for some reason i did everything in like reverse so like they were doing makeup um and nails and hair but they were starting off just with hair so Uh everyone came in everyone's like happy birthday like they were just chatting I think we might have had pizza first it was something so weird like we ate first and they were like cake is later but now you're gonna like get glammed up and that was my Uh first time ever experiencing anything like that because you know I mean I did dance so like in dance you know my mom would do my own like do my makeup for my routines but besides that I never like experience you know getting dolled up and stuff like that yeah. because you know my parents were just like you're young you don't need to do all that which you know I appreciate um mm-hmm. and your as parents an adult, stage parents <laughs> yeah exactly as an adult I appreciate makeup for what it is which is you know an art form and not I don't feel like I need it to like hide anything um mm-hmm. which is really sad because I think a lot of those girls you know I'm sorry I'm getting off topic a little bit but you know, their parents were fucking assholes so I'm telling them they were like ugly every day so you know I get it but don't take it out of me anyways <laughs> um that being said so then you know after we ate and everything we went out uh to the to the front where you had to wait in line to get your hair done mind you they made me just wait in this little line before I even came up to the the lady who's supposed to do my hair and she goes what the fuck is this like straight up says what the fuck is this and i didn't even know like the word fuck yet at this point so like people are just shocked that this lady said this in front of a bunch of girls because again we were like i said second or third graders like what What like who just says that (laughs) and i don't think my mother had overheard that part but my mom came over when she saw the lady like try like touching my hair kind of like what happened to you like touching it looking disgusted and she and then she was going how am i even supposed to work with this like what is this and my mom was like excuse me and she's like, I, I, I don't know how to do anything with this. Like, our, our products, like, nothing's going to work on this. Like, I don't know how to work with this. And the sad thing is, like, my mom didn't understand. Like, she didn't know that the situation was going to be this fucked up. So I, I believe before the party, I had had my hair in braids, but she wanted me to feel included. So she helped me take my hair out. So it was, you know, ready and set for my hair to be done. Yeah. And really, even with the afro... Um, even if you don't know how to touch black hair, the thing is, that's not that fucking difficult. Like, it was already combed out. All she literally had to do was part it because uh-huh. the, co- the comb out was done. So it wasn't hard for her. There was no mats, obviously, like nothing. All you had to do was part it, clip, uh-huh. you know, put, put put in clips other parts and then just hot iron it. It's literally like it's not right? difficult, dude. And so but like she just didn't understand. She's like, my mom's like, what's the problem here? She's like, I can't work with this. Like, I don't know what to do. Uh, she's like, this is a mess. My mom's like, excuse me, that's my daughter's natural hair. It's not a mess. She's like, yeah, well, I don't know how to do this. And the only black lady who was working there, she like overheard and came over because she was working. There was only myself and one other black girl in our class. The other black girl, they didn't have an issue with her hair because it was, uh, 
permed or pressed or relaxed already so it, it had chemicals in it and it was naturally at that point well, not naturally but chemically straight yeah it's right straight all they had to do was just curl it and act like they did her hair so yeah. granted too she was also ripped off because they didn't know what they were doing but yeah. the black lady came over and she was like sorry we don't have the she's like we don't have the like the strong uh strong like presser for her hair but uh-huh. she's like, let me do her nails. I, I want her to be included. Because she, the lady, the black lady knew how to do my hair, but she couldn't do it because, again, the hot irons they had, it wasn't going to do much for my hair anyways. Yeah. So she's like, it, you know, come over here. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of her. And, like, the, I could tell the lady felt so bad. And my mom was so upset because, you know, as I said, the, the class was already, like, these girls were already mean to me. Like, it was just another thing that they could then go make fun of me for. Um, and, and I remember feeling so, like, when you're that young, that kind of stuff, like I said, it's not just embarrassing, but it's so hurtful. Mm-hmm. And it's just that reminder, like, oh, well, cool, another place I don't fit in, you know? And because um, when you're. punch these bitches from your childhood. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to too. But, you know, because it's like when you're bullied, you know, and we've talked about this before, like the stuff we've gone through in school. And like when you're bullied, that's one thing. But when you add race into it too, like you're struggling with the fact that people just don't want you for a multitude of reasons. Because one, yeah. they're just haters, they want to make fun of you, whatever. But then it's also like, there's people who are racist and like you just don't fit in in places and like you learn like I said which is kind of sad you just learn places aren't for you so I would never step foot in a place like that again because I just know that that's going to be the situation um and it was just so heartbreaking that like I was a little child like like I said there there was ways to handle that she could have easily said you know I'm sorry I'm not I'm not qualified um however let me go you know talk to a manager manager something like that like there was there was a professional racist herself my lady was nice and like she made me feel included she did my nails for me and then she's like let me do your makeup too and she kind of stuck by me which was really nice um Mm -hmm. and then the other black girl this girl like tortured me she's like the reason i can't see out of my left eye but we'll talk about that a different day oh my Um, god yeah anyways her mother went up to my mom and she's like what's the issue they could do her hair like i won't say the girl's name but they could do her hair why can't they do giselle's and my mom was like because it's in a natural state <laughs> and she was like well look they curled her hair and she my mom was like yeah they curled it that's all they did like they didn't take the time look at everyone else's hair and the, the worst part gina get this get this the all the white girls and then the girl who had her party was chinese all of them had like pretty except a few of them like opted out of it guess what they had in their hair one singular PR. braid <laughs> oh <laughs> wow like, oh so y'all know how to do the basic braids but you can't just straighten black hair the fuck yeah. like, i was so confused like dude it was so it, it just really sucked like i felt so like embarrassed humiliated left out like i knew i already knew before that age what it felt like to have someone who's racist like you know attack you but it was just yet again another like strike and I was just like dude I can't take this and I was only like 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 I said I was only in second or third grade so like it's just sad that's exhausting at that age to like feel you know like damn I'm I'm tired of this shit (laughs) you know but yeah that will forever live with me and like anytime I even drive by I think the place now was closed but I, I remember where it is so when I go back home and visit if I drive by it I just I just have like flashbacks of how miserable that was and it's like and it just it was just so bad Gina and the thing is too though like um you know I do want to discuss really quick too um because we're talking about racism right and like the hair world but the thing is like it's not even just that 
it's it's all of cosmetology world so not just hair but like how i say makeup because i've had other situations where people are like i don't know how to work with your skin <laughs> like well, like what what <laughs> like i don't know how to work with your skin tone because like i mean right now i would say this is like the paciest i've ever been in my life but so i'm black because we're not like, getting any vitamin d <laughs> exactly exactly i'm black native and white and like I I was a lot darker as a kid, but I still wasn't like my dad was way darker than I was. Uh-huh. Um, but still, that being said, like people never knew how to work with my skin. And this is, you know, a thing a lot of people tell me, oh, that that doesn't happen to you because you're not dark skin. The thing is, when you're in like an olive tone, there's yeah. people don't know how to mix like the foundations correctly to do to, to match your skin. Then, too, if they finally do know how to do it, if it's a different season, they're like, wow, your skin tone has changed. I'm like, it's summer i'm gonna be a bit darker like yeah like that's normal um for every race so cosmetology tip every race you actually should have two different foundations or if you have to be like me you have to mix foundations you should have two for your winter time and then two for your summertime because your skin's gonna naturally change yeah two to three it depends on the foundation that i buy because there's one gina i had to mix three and then this one, thankfully, it's two. <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. I have one now that it's the Morphe one. I'm not trying to endorse them or anything, but it's that that photo of whatever one. The newer oh, the one. um, the I forget the name of it, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like minimum to full coverage. Yeah, I went, I went in for my birthday and I got matched, and I got the perfect color. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. oh i love that dude that's so important like there's not as sorry i'm gonna cut off but really quick like that's the thing is like people are like oh yeah there's a little more inclusion in the makeup world there are still shades that don't have one just one solid foundation like it's a real thing like before i found that one i had to mix three freaking colors so like if i'm not going out and i just want to look cute in my house i use my three freaking foundations that's what i do when i go out i use my good foundation (laughs) she's like i gotta save the good one yeah (laughs) exactly yeah dude because like it's just really sad like there's even even when it comes to like lipstick i mean again this is still part of makeup but lipsticks like there's not sh- like a good chunk of lipstick shade. What white women, European yeah. women, like it's not based off of what could work for other skin tones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a, again, like I said, there's a lot of racism within the makeup communities and the makeup world and realm, and you know people don't want to hear it, but it's the truth. And beyond that, beyond that, Gina, it's even in like everyday life, you know, like even just going to stores you know Uh makeup stores or just retail stores there's been so many examples in my life like way too many to count to be honest of being told oh you don't belong in this store like just straight up and I'm like well why and I've had a few people who told me well we don't we don't cater to your type of people like what like the fact that people feel so ballsy to say that what is just beyond me what pisses me off when people say that Giselle you and I bleed the same color exactly exactly we're we're all people like we may think differently we mm-hmm. may do a lot of things differently yeah we all bleed the same fucking color my grandma always used to say that yep we all I'm, bleed that's, red that's all i'm saying we all bleed red maybe it might be a different shade because you know you might not be getting enough water or enough iron in your diet but we all bleed the same yeah. <laughs> No, for real though, get that checked if your blood doesn't look great. Anyways, yeah. Uh, but yeah. so we all believe the same. We're all people, you know. Yeah. We're all human beings. We all pretty much 
you know, granted, all our experiences are different at the same time. They're somewhat similar. Yeah, like there's different accounts of things. But I mean, what I'm trying to say is we all have the human experience. We're all just fucking human. So why treat someone like they're less than you? We're equal. And I also, like, okay, and I also talked to my grandma about this, because my grandma was like, oh, maybe she was just having a hard day, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, grandma. I was like, you're passing? You passed for white, because my grandma, they used to think she was Italian. Oh, okay. So, like, for a long time, because she's Look, very, we just like, talk really quick. Italians are actually a good chunk of them are mixed with black, but they don't yeah. want to, ta- they don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. Anyways, continue. <laughs> I know, but, like, I've heard that, too. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So, like, my grandma would pass for white for a lot of the time. Like they thought when my when my grandma and my grandpa got married, my grandpa's really dark skinned. Like my grandpa's mm. like near my skin a little bit like way darker though. Like my he like my niece my niece and my nephew look like the spitting image of my grandfather. Like their skin color, their face, everything. Mm-hmm. Like and um but um what I was trying to get to is that my grandma, she's very light skinned. So people never talk shit to her. They actually thought she was Italian for a little bit. Then, like, in the, like, like you know how I, you said that you, like, change kind of shades, like, during mm-hmm. the seasons? Yeah. Sometimes she looked Polish. Other times she looked Italian. And right now that she's in the sun all the time, she's starting to look Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and because she moved to South Carolina. But um, I told my grandma, I was like, Grandma, it's harder for, for people that look like me because... I look Mexican. I look yeah. Puerto Rican. I was like, you don't look Mexican. Okay? I was like, and I have a cousin that's half white, half half Mexican, like me. Mm-hmm. She's on my mom. She's my mom's brother's uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. She's she's super white passing. So is her brother. They, they're like white. They look white. Like even in the summer, they don't look Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I told my grandma, I was like, you and Peyton, you guys don't, or, yeah, you don't, you don't experience the same thing I experience. Yeah. I was like, they look at her, they see a white girl. They don't see a Hispanic woman. They don't see, they don't see, like, you as, like, that you're doing something cheap or whatever. Or, you know, I was like, and I told my grandma, you was like, you know what it felt like when she was touching my hair like that? I was like, it felt like, with, like, like she was trying to say like if i had bugs or something yeah that's yeah, how i felt I hate that yep i was like that's how she touched my hair i was like and you know what i did not deserve that because i pre-washed my hair i made sure like you know like because sometimes my because my hair was like really thick it would get knotted up in the back and yeah, since yeah. i had one hand it would be really hard so and i was like i tried i was like and you know what i was like I was like, they don't only look, I was like, they only look down at me for that either. I was like, I'm also disabled. So they think I'm stupid too. I was like, because a lot of, like, like, and that's one of the things that pisses me off about being not only, not Mm -hmm. only disabled or Hispanic is that they think that you're stupid. And I'm just like, bitch, like, huge rage going on in my own head and i'm like oh my god i want to kill bitch i want to kill <laughs> <laughs> uh, government if you're listening she doesn't mean that yeah Please. I, it's a figure of speech okay <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah that's like you know that's the thing is that's why i wanted to point out the ableism parts of what she yeah. was doing to you too because ableism is very 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 real yeah. and you know just because that's the thing that frustrates me so much is that people 
um, who haven't experienced it, like I said, mm-hmm. ableism or racism, um, they're going to just tell you, oh, you know, like it's in your head or, oh, maybe, you know, they were just having a bad day. Like, no, shut the fuck up. Like you, like I said, mm-hmm. you were in that situation and you know, you know what you felt and mm-hmm. people in, invalidating your feelings uh, and the feelings that were real because of what was going on, you know, like, of course, I know there's people in the world who are like they make shit up and you know or or like some someone could say hi to them the wrong way they're like oh, guess what happened yeah they said hi i'm like dude they were being nice you know <laughs> there's a difference though you know yeah. and what you went through it, it it is racism and it is ableism and it was really fucking wrong and i know that feeling also well the one where you were like it felt like she was touching your hair as if there was bugs in it like just like it's so dehumanizing yeah. it's so dehumanizing you know like just because you don't understand my hair my texture my hair you know it doesn't it doesn't mean you treat me like that you know yeah. um and the fact too that the fact too that there's uh when it comes to pocs so people of color um pretty much all pocs have ever have experienced this and, you know, classism is very important, too. So it depends on because I have some Asian friends, so uh-huh. Chinese, Japanese, Korean, um, and some of them come from, you know, higher living and uh-huh. some don't. Some of them are might be like lower middle class uh, to poor. And they've and I've watched them, you know, struggle through it, you know, growing up. But they are now, you know, pretty they're like comfortable middle class. Uh, Mm -hmm. as adults but you know their experience is varied so the ones who were in a socioeconomic standing that was poor right Mm -hmm. they were called cheap all the time but those who were rich were called smart wonderful but the thing is what they didn't understand you know a good chunk of them it was just stereotypes that they were receiving they were like oh well you're you're, you know you're an asian and you have it together like people would say that to them like of course you're rich you're asian or of course you're smart you're asian like offensive shit like that and then when it came to the ones who were poor they were like oh you're a poor Chinese person you're a poor like and they would look down on them and I was like why why is it because either way they were still facing racism but it was it was delegated delegated differently depending on your socioeconomic status um and again so like that's a deeper conversation for a different day but you know racism you see different faces of it when you're in different standings financially when you're in different settings you know um but i said all that to say is a good chunk of pocs at least who are in the middle class or you know maybe even higher middle class and then down we've all probably once experienced someone telling us we're cheap yeah and people don't say that to white people at all of any socioeconomic class because you could be a rich white person couponing and you get a tv show for being a super coupon person you could be a poor white person in coupon and people are like that's so smart you're so like you're so creative you're like couponing like but yet if a person of color coupons right you're called cheap. cheap like it's a real fucking issue like it happens to every every person i know it's happened to me like with a discount code i'm like no like this is at a store one time um this was actually at what store was it was it mac back when i like still shot there i don't shop there but it was a mac and i had like a discount code for my fucking birthday gina my fucking oh. birthday this was a few years ago and the lady said to me she's like oh i see you came in to use the code like mm, you people and i was like what she's like oh you know like super cheap and i was like bitch i was selling this for my birthday <laughs> like what i was 
<laughs> Let me show you my receipts, how many times I fucking come here and wasted my money with no coupons or promo codes. Like, you fucking bitch. Like, dude, I, but the thing is, like, I know they would never dare to say that. Like, I'm sure if a white girl had came up and said, like, check my email for the code. And then they probably would have been like, oh, my God, happy birthday. I didn't even Here's get a happy birthday. Right. They just called me cheap. I was like, what? Dude, it happens so fucking often to people of color. And it's, you know, again, like, we live in a world, I'm about to get so deep into this for a second, but we live in a world where people love to appropriate all of our cultures as POCs, Mm -hmm. you know, especially as a black person. And, you know, I don't think I'm biased. I think it's, I think a lot of people who are not black will also agree with me on this. A good chunk of things that get appropriated are from black culture. A good chunk of the American, like, society that we live in now Mm -hmm. does derive from black culture, like even AAVE um, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. If y'all don't know what AAV is, go go Google it. Anyways, I like we don't have the time to get all deep today, but I'll <laughs> you know, I'll just brush on this really quick and say, you know, even on apps like TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. There's a difference between appreciating a culture, right? Mm-hmm. So a traditional Mexican dance, for example, or Latinx dance, you know, to be inclusive, my apologies. You know, there might be like a trending dance that people genuinely like, for example, bachata. I think bachata is beautiful. I am black, but yeah. I took the time to learn it from people who genuinely know bachata and for people who are Hispanic and people who took the time to teach me and I did it respectfully and their uh-huh. whole family it was at a wedding they were hyping me up they're like yeah come on Giselle and I love it and there's a lot of traditional Mexican dances and stuff that I know because of going to quinceañeras and like from being respectful right and learning uh-huh. the culture there that's the difference the issue is on like for example on TikTok and in society like there's that song that's like you know that one and people it pissed me off i'm not even i'm not even latinx but this shit pissed me off to see people using that song doing the fucking worm like one of the whitest dance moves to exist okay and then they flip the middle finger because you're being offensive to a whole fucking race and fucking culture I and that pissed that all me over my off for you, dude yeah that shit pissed me off and like it's and beyond that you know the usage of aava when i say aava i talk about like what people like me, right? We get uh-huh. called uneducated or stupid or gangster or hood yeah. hoodlums for speaking that way. But white people go and make a mockery of black communication and AAVE. They'll go around, uh-huh. they'll be like, dog, <laughs> zippity dippity, <laughs> sheesh, like doing shit like that because to them it's funny. Yeah. But the thing is, they do things like that not realizing we are called uncultured, we are called uneducated, we are called stupid when we speak in AAVE. But people yeah. use that and they build their platforms off of cultural appropriation. It's the yeah. same with, uh, with braids, you know, because of course there's different types of braids. I'm not clocking people who get, you know, the I guess the only nice way to say it is like European braids. There is a difference. I know that. Like there's like uh-huh. little fish braids, stuff like that. Y'all got your own cute little thing, okay? Yeah. But when you get box braids, when you get cornrows, micro braids, uh, locks, dreadlocks, okay, you know what the fuck you're doing, okay? You know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I saw this video that pissed me off so badly, where this lady, she was actually Asian, she wasn't uh-huh. white, but she was Asian, and she was like, <laughs> "I'm taking my cornrows out because I have a job interview tomorrow." Good for you. Good for you that you have the option to do that because that's a protective style for us. Most of us, if we get that style done, guess what? You know, we're not going to take it out the next day for a fucking job interview. So, so saying stuff like that, one, the reason it was so messed up was one, you know, she was, she was cultural appropriating. 
you know, yeah. for the hell of it, for her Instagram pics, for her TikTok videos. Then she made a joke of laughing. Like, this girl was laughing about yeah. it. Like, she thought it was a fucking joke. Like, it was fucking funny. And three, that, that shows that you yourself acknowledge that the job force is unfair when it comes to black hair and black yeah. hairstyles. But the thing is, because you're not black, you got to wear it for a costume for a few days and then take it out for a job or interview. Oh, and guess what? She got the job. Good for you. Good for you, you fucking bitch. Like, shit, I pardon me, but like, shit like that gets me so heated because so many people of color, so so much of us um, is taken, you know, like she was one rare case. I've actually never seen another person of color mock black people to that extent, actually, mm-hmm. in my 25 years of life. Um, but, you know, a good chunk of the time, it, it's white creators on TikTok or online or even in the world that they yeah. succeed off of who we are as people, as a culture. And they take things from each of each of our, you know, cultures, each of our races and either well, use it that, as a joke. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Isn't that why people on TikTok were stopped? They stopped making dances. I think they're still doing it because of like people like of like people that are like really popular on TikTok stealing like black creators dances. And yeah. Then, yeah. So yeah. like, Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, people go, they'll, they'll say, what's wrong with you? It's just, it's just TikTok. The thing is that what they don't understand is that social media, right, yeah. a platform like that is supposed to be fun. Yeah. You should be able to be creative, share a dance, and people, sure, other people might want to do it, but they should just have the moral decency to give you the credit where credit yeah. is due. The issue is that time and time again, black people and people of color are stolen from in the everyday world. We can't go anywhere and just be in, like just enjoy the moment just enjoy you know be in a setting where hey i want to share this dance with the world i choreographed this check it out give it a try you know let yeah. me know what you think we can't live in a world like that we never you know like the thing is when people are like oh it's just tiktok but the thing is this happens in like the real world you know yeah. i mean and this is still the real world don't yeah. get me wrong because it's very real because look at it the big creators who are white are literally profiting gina they're profiting they make money like they're making money off something that somebody else should be making money off of it's really that simple and that's why people are so upset you know and i'm sorry i went like on a tangent there but it's just the truth is just that no so often like (laughs) like that was like the whole reason for this because like like and like you're like the first person i talked to after my grandma and after my mom and I was just like, I am so fucking livid. <laughs> I was like, I know Giselle would feel the same way. Yeah. And like, I was just like, oh my God. No, because it, it what you went through, like I said, it was wrong and it was racist and it was ableism. And stuff like that needs to be addressed. And people, people whether they're white people who don't want to like admit that racism is real or yes. whether they're people of color like you and me. And they just want to ignore it. You know, that doesn't get us anywhere. We need to acknowledge these things, um, you know, and we need to make a change. Like, for example, I'm glad that you called corporate. Maybe something will be done. Maybe it won't. But the fact is that you took that step and you took that initiative because that's important. You need to hold people accountable. We can't we can't you know, we're we're never going to get past this if we keep doing that. If we don't, like, if white people won't hold themselves accountable, we someone needs to hold them accountable, you know? And I know it's exhausting because it feels like, you know, because at the end of the day, it's not our job. You know, they're, they're, you have to want it. If you're a racist yourself or if you're someone who, you're not racist per se, but you know you've inherited racism, 
mm-hmm. you know, because of your upbringing. And, you know, again, this is a crazy theory, but it's a true one that a lot of people don't want to admit, but you might be inherently racist. You probably are because again, it's no one's blaming you specifically. That's the thing is that people, they get so upset when you say that to them, but mm-hmm. you're not telling them, Hey, I think you're a racist piece of shit. You're yeah. saying, Hey, we live in a society where people like you, you will always be put first you will always get more opportunity than me even if you're not qualified for this job or for whatever it may be you will always you know have supremacy because of the 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 world that we live in because of the way our system is set up the way that our government's set up the way that our justice system is set up i mean we the only way we can make change you know before you know going in for the the big the big people which is the government Mm-hmm. is within each other is with acknowledging you know we need white people to acknowledge that they have white privilege we need white people to acknowledge that they probably are most likely inherently racist and they need to acknowledge that and work on it and god damn it if they're not willing to we as people of color need to stop trying to say give people excuses not that we yeah. all do it but there's so many people that just one they don't want to speak up or they don't want to handle a situation because they're they're tired and please i understand it because it's tiring i'm tired i get it like i really fucking do but you know we have to hold people accountable maybe in the moment you know if, if it's just yeah for example you call corporate you know hold people accountable we're never going to see change if we can't all just work on this but the thing is that we really need to work on this together and i know that there's people who aren't going to want to do it and i get it and that's why, you know, when it comes to us, you know, you know, we got to stick together. We uh-huh. need to we need to report these people. Do whatever you can in your power. Because, again, like social media, it's a pretty big tool and it's kind of consuming the world. So fuck it up. Go on people's Yelps. Go on their Google. <laughs> write a review. You know, do what you yeah. can do. Because I know people think, oh, I'm just one person. It doesn't make a difference. That's never true. Yeah. You you can, you make a difference. You make an impact because it's, it's a domino effect. Yeah. I'm not going to say I can go outside right now and scream you know, fix the world and everyone's going to fix it. It's not Mm -hmm. how it's going to work, but I can do little things that help make an impact and other people can follow suit. And that's, what's important, you know? And I understand, again, I get it. I'm tired. You're tired. People of color are tired, bro. Like (laughs) if I could put anything out there, please, if you're a white person, just take the time to just work on yourself because we can't teach you everything, bro. And at the end of the day, it's not our job to, especially when you have a cell phone, you know, all the all all you need, all the educational tools, they're right there, babe. They're right on your phone. Take the time to educate yourselves. Take the time to recognize the racism that exists in this world. Because if you're, you know, you're tired of it, we're tired of it too. You know, yeah. people want to see change. I, I want to see a world where where Gina can go out and get her hair done without someone treating her like shit. And, Hell, and, and I want you to go. Well, thank you. Go and get your hair done wherever the fuck you want thank to. You. Thank you. And get your you. hair done, not be looked at all crazy. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I want and 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 that that goes on ableism too. And and you know, I know we said we would talk mainly about racism, but the reason I want to bring yeah. it up is because the way that she talked to you was just so demeaning in a multitude yeah. of ways. And ableism is so ingrained in our society too. People don't think anything of it. Even other people that have disabilities, dude, mm-hmm. like, okay, so I have a stutter. It doesn't always come out, right? Mm-hmm. But when it does, it can be pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah. I, I took a long time working on it. So the other day, for example, I, ha- I was playing a video game with someone and we were in like a voice chat party. So a bunch of us were talking uh-huh. and he made fun of like, or he said, he said, um, I meant what I said. I didn't stutter. And I get it in the terminology of, okay, I'm a huge, like, The Office fan. I love that TV show. Back then, it wasn't, you know, someone going, did I stutter? You know, that wasn't something bad. And to me, as someone who has a stutter, 
I do, I, you know, and I love The Office. I have like a tattoo of a pretzel and it says, did I stutter? Because I love Stanley and I love that yeah. show and I love that scene. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> yes, that's how I, you know, like I, I as a person, though, can't speak for everyone with a stutter. I'm sure yeah. there's someone who finds that part offensive. And that's yeah. why I make a point to never post like so if someone posts a video like oh. with good information and they're speaking. I'm not going to say, did they stutter? No, I'm just going to say this was very well said. Thank you. Or yes, this is so true because ableism is alive and well. And to some people, that sentence is hurtful. And so basically, long story short, he said something like, I didn't stutter. Like I was clear with what I said. And I was like, dude, ableism, cut it out. And he's like, I have a stutter. I was like, yeah, so do I. I don't fucking care. Like we're in a, we're in like, basically the way I see is we're in a public setting and you're setting a, a, a tone for everyone else here. To think mm-hmm. that that's okay to say stuff like that. Yeah. And it's not. So, you know, hold people accountable because yeah. it, it's very real. And, and the way that you converse around certain people impacts them because someone else yeah. might leave, go say that in front of someone and they might offend someone. And I'm, and you know, some people might say, oh, it's because, you know, th- this generation, they're so soft. No, we're not. We're just fucking aware. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being aware um, and treating people, you know, kindly. Because when you think about it, Gina, when people, mm-hmm. you know, when people say stuff um, about like, for example, like speaking when someone's like, are you sure you mean what you say? Oh, did I stutter? Why does it always jump to ableism though? Like, why do we always do that? Why do we think because of someone's disability that they don't, they don't mean what they say or because of someone's disability, they can't do something. Um, And that gets on my nerves. I don't know. I got hints of that from your story too, from just how she was just so nasty to you about how you did your hair and like that you couldn't do it and stuff like that. And, like, what I, what I told her when she's, like, because she started talking more crap when she was cutting my hair when she was next to the, the other white girls. And I was, like, you know what? I was, like, you know why people, quote, unquote, like me, do their hair by themselves? Yeah. I was, like, because during the pandemic, I was freaking bored, okay? I was <laughs> trying to look, I was trying to look for new things to do. And, yeah, my sister and my brother would help me. But you know what? I like to do things for myself. Too. yeah like and I, you should be you should be allowed yeah. to shit and i was like and i saw a sale i needed my hair done i wanted to look cute you know i wanted to feel cute again because i was yeah. just tired of the purple <laughs> and so <laughs> i was like you know what i'm gonna I'm learn how to bleach my own hair i'm a, I'm, gonna, I'm i'm gonna take a day to do this you know and i kept on reading about it and like i kept on trying to figure out how to clip up my own hair mm-hmm. so that way i didn't have to ask for help yeah and so then I did it and like yeah my brother helped me like by like looking to see if I needed more bleach or anything anywhere but for the most part I did it by myself yeah and so and I had told her I was like you know what I was like because what am I gonna do come in here every six weeks so you could bleach my hair talk shit like like fuck no I was like I don't think so I was like or am I gonna buy a ten dollar box of bleach a bleach kit and buy another and buy like a six dollar thing of dye maybe two because my hair is thick because i know my hair is thick i was like and dye my hair myself or pay you 150 dollars for you to do it am i gonna pay like like 20 30 40 dollars to do it myself or am i gonna pay you 100 150 for you to do it and talk shit to me I don't think so. Mm-mm. I don't blame you because, yeah, who who wants to pay and like uh, for that one and two who wants to waste their time knowing <sighs> like that's how people are gonna treat you, you know? And that's so messed up, you know. That's again, again, accountability is important. Hold people accountable when they do things wrong, when they say things wrong, when they when they treat you like this. Hold 
people accountable, dude. And the fact, too, like, that there was people around you who witnessed it and nobody said anything for you, that also pisses me off. So, please, yeah. like, I know it's, like, such an old saying, but God damn it, if you see something, say something. And yeah. you're just as wrong as the person, you know, pretty much bullying you. The person, yeah. you know, fucking being disgusting towards you. You're not any better if you just stand around there not saying anything, not speaking up. And I even told my grandma, because she's, like, trying to calm me down. I was like, stop freaking trying to calm me down. I was like, you know what? I was like, I've dealt with this my whole life. I was like, I've dealt with people picking on me for certain things. I was like, woman, you picked on me, like, two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) About my skirt. I was like. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me this. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm I'm trying. And Oh, today marked three years since I became came out as ace. So I was like super proud of myself. Oh, but <laughs> thank you. But like I was just like, you know, I was and I told her I was like, you know what? I'm tired of people talking shit about me and saying whatever the fuck they want to say and I'm not allowed to say anything. You know what? I'm tired of it. Fuck it. I was like, I I'm gonna do my hair myself. Um I was like, I never have to go back to that salon. I was like, I'll have my mom drive me forty minutes to my old salon. <laughs> <laughs> Just to avoid that shit. I, yeah. I believe me. I will yeah. I will take a long ass drive to yeah. avoid you. <laughs> I was just like I I was like I and I told my grandma, I was like, that was supposed to be a one relaxing day all about me. Me getting my eyebrows done for the first time since the freaking pandemic. For me to get my hair trimmed so I felt free, you know. Dude, that was supposed to be a happy, fun experience. Yeah, I was like, in the night, you would bitch of the century. No, thank you. Yeah, that's, I'm so, I am so sorry that you went through that. I really am because I, I know how badly it sucks. I really do. And, you know, as for... As for ableism, you know, I didn't, like I said, like I've talked, I think I've talked to you about this a little bit before, but uh-huh. I am legally blind, like in my left eye. Um, and yeah. And so, you know, it, it would be like, excuse me, I, I am, you know, like I have people like who say it because, because again, like in our culture, in this world. It's so normal for people to say these things that are ableist and really fucking offensive, you know? And now as someone who's fully deaf in my left ear, just I'm really noticing now how many people make jokes about people not being able to hear. And I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, and and, and like I said, maybe it's maybe it's made me a little more. I I always I don't know. I think I've always spoken up, though, like even when I was a kid, because my parents instilled that in me. They're like, you know, speak up for other people, you know, when something's wrong and, you know, always speak up for yourself. And. But I definitely find myself even more so now saying stuff like even if it's like the tiniest thing, I will call someone on it because yeah. it's not right. And that's the same thing. It's always been that way with racism. When someone says something that like rubs me the wrong way, I'm like, Mm-mm. let's back it up. What did you mean by that? You know, let's yeah. talk about that because what you just said there was racist, whether you meant that or not. I don't care your intentions. Let's talk about it. Let's fix it. You know, and I'm, dude, you shouldn't have to experience any of this going out. Like again, yeah. like I have already stated, I know I'm like a broken record, but it's the truth. It is the year 2021. Okay, like the fact that you know the pandemic. I mean, it's still real. Delta variants. Wear your mask, anyways. Yes. Um. <laughs> anyways, wear your fact freaking mask. Wear it's- your fucking mask. Express yourself through your mask. Through your mask. Um, you know, <laughs> that being said, though, I guess, you know, we got to kind of deal with the fact that America's just 
gonna go back to normal even though i really don't think we should yet but whatever we yeah. are it's pushing forward whatever that oh and i said, did wear my mask throughout the whole damn thing i'm proud of you good because <laughs> you know you know a bitch being that bitch you probably has covid herself right? anyways um anyway anyways that being said though uh please you know we are going back into quote-unquote normal life right yeah. We shouldn't have to go back, though, to experience racism and, and bigotry and ableism. You know, please, to yeah. anyone listening, any of our listeners here, I just want to leave you with this note, okay? We all experienced it collectively together in different ways. We all experience what it's like to be shut out from the world, except for the people who never listened the whole time. Okay, fuck you. Anyways, to everyone who did what they were supposed to do, to people who were in lockdown, to people who didn't see their families, to people who didn't have any human interaction, it should give us some type of awareness of how we are all equal and how experiences are important. And and, and going out in public, even though I don't like people, for example, you know, it is it I do miss certain certain settings like being around human beings as much as like I don't want to admit that it's the truth because we're human beings humans need humans we need human interaction that yeah. being said we've all been starved of it all yeah. you need to do is be nice to somebody yeah. make somebody's day we were and all like we were all in this together when you can so I yeah. can visit Giselle yeah stay home <laughs> so then Gina can see me anyways no but you know what I mean Gina because it's yeah. like dude we've all been we've all been through this together yeah. we all know what it's like to be at home and the least and miserable the least you can do is just be fucking kind to somebody else the fact yeah. that you come out of quarantine still being racist that says a lot about you like what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you <laughs> like what yeah. like what the actual fuck is wrong with you you should come out of quarantine oh, yeah. being happy to be around people be fucking nice okay be it happy to be alive nothing. be happy that you made it through a fucking pandemic because it's yeah as much as people want to act like it's nothing it's something you know how many lives were lost i don't even have the actual count right now but a lot okay yeah we lost a lot of fucking human beings and there are still people dying right now yeah okay the least you could do is be kind to others because when you're kind to others you're kind to yourself too you're gonna live a miserable life being racist being ableist being bigoted being hateful it's not gonna get you any fucking where you're gonna die alone and miserable just be fucking nice to people that's all i gotta say sorry (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that that i'm i'm glad you said all that and (laughs) like and seriously y'all need to stay home whenever y'all can so I can go see Giselle. <laughs> yeah, like stop, stop gadaddling and having parties. You don't need to have yeah. those yet. Just yeah. still, still be careful because yeah. before you know, it will be another lockdown. And, and like Gina's trying to see me, so like yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> trying to live the life in LA. <laughs> Living the life. <laughs> and actually, while we're on it, please stop coming to LA and not wearing your face mask, y'all. Yes. I know the mandates aren't crazy here anymore, but the thing is, like, let me tell you. Let me tell you, people are traveling here. Y'all been doing it before the masks were lifted. And y'all been coming here not vaccinated, partying up and getting people fucking sick who live here. Can you please fucking stop? Like, stay home. You don't need to visit unless you're visiting family and you're not going out and about. But I see way too many of you walking down Hollywood Boulevard. There's nothing to do, babe. It's not all open yet. A good chunk is, but not everything. What the fuck are you doing? Go home. Yes. I want to try vegan food with with Giselle and what are those things they try the 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 the, the which the, one the burrito 
burritos. Oh, the wet burritos, bro. I can't <laughs> have them anymore. Yo, that's a depressing story for a different day. Oh my god, we're bro. Yeah, they switched the ingredients, so it has like two of my allergens in there now, so I can no longer have those wet burritos. Yeah, I hate them. It feels personal. It feels. <laughs> I-, I love how I was telling everyone, live with love in your hearts, but I hate them specifically for ruining my food. <laughs> that was like your favorite food. She ate it like what three nights in a row. One. <laughs> okay. 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 Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but thank y'all for listening. Thank you for being here, Giselle. Do you have one have one last thing to say before we say goodbye? Um, give yeah, to pe- the people who are here. Um, remember, like if you go through something, and if you if if the support system or the people around you are telling you, oh, that's not what it was, fuck them. Don't talk to them. Find yeah. someone like like how I have Gina, like and Gina has me. Like, find someone who, of course, I'm not going to egg her on and, like, get her more upset, but I'm going to acknowledge what she went through. Because Mm -hmm. when it comes to racism, when it comes to ableism, a lot of people, like I said, they like to turn a cheek. They like to act like that's not what it is. And I know how frustrating that is to talk to someone who's like, oh, that's not what it is. Like, no, that I I know what it is. Like, I know what I went through, you know? So find a a good supportive friend is is what I want to leave you with because in this world unfortunately I can't snap I'm not Thanos I can't snap my fingers and the world's gonna change you know people are gonna be too bad we can't do that (laughs) I know I wish we could um because you know people are gonna be nasty people are gonna be hateful but you're lucky in life to have one friend who understands a one friend even if they haven't been through it that if they're empathetic because empathy goes a long way having someone validate what you went through and your feelings that that helps a lot. So that's that's like I guess the thing I wanted last to say. Just you know, your your experience is valid. What you went through, it you know, you're not you're not crazy. Like people will try to tell you. Thank so, you. So yeah, yeah, I mean that. I mean that. <laughs> so, well, yeah. thank thank you for being here, and make sure y'all drink lots of water. Lots of water. Stay hydrated, and remember to be nice to someone and to be nice to yourself. And remember, you are beautiful. Sorry, this is Gina's name, but she forgot. You are beautiful, (laughs) you are loved, and you matter. Yes, and you are amazing. And you're amazing. God damn it. (laughs) I did used to say that. I forgot. I I remembered it for you. See? Look at that. (laughs) But, yeah. So, be on the lookout for more from us, because we're probably going to keep on talking about this. Yeah, (laughs) we got a lot to talk about. It's Gina and Giselle. We got so much, yo. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Yeah, bye. You have a good night and I hope y'all have a great night. And good night. Listen to the whole thing. Okay, bye. <laughs>